last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. This is the Dave that died. Yep. Oh. 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 It's back. Ah, uh, just kicks him right in the dick. Just cuts Aaron right the fucking ass. Goodbye. You're now Jack Noir. You just murdered an innocent family. What will you do? You could not do it. You could not kill the girl. Huh. Oh, it's sweet little cow and the dead radiobot. So that's how stuff was getting over here. The cue ball. Little cow. Little cow. If you put those together, what do you make? Doc Scratch. In fact, I think it would be for the best if I commandeered the narrative completely for a while. When will I receive further instructions? Now. So, I could have contacted you at any time. No. Only now. Try to think of me as one of your kindly human uncle figures. Man, we sure haven't talked about accomplishing anything in a while. What exactly does Scrap do then? It resets the game. We all start from the beginning again. And John entered. No. This is a hard reset. It'll reboot the conditions in your universe well before you began playing the game. Does the fact that Act 6 is longer than the rest of Homestuck start to make sense? Yeah. It starts <laughs> to make a lot of sense. A god tier will live forever, with no caveats? No. One will live forever unless killed. The death must be either heroic or just. Rose, please say something. You're making me nervous. I I should have gone looking for her. Why didn't I? You've basically gone completely off the deep end in every way. You've officially gone grimdark. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I was wondering if you're gonna uh, stick that. I it it took some time because I just recorded like <laughs> fifteen episodes of Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. Oh shit! Like you gotta do the days. intro every time, huh? Yeah, yeah, because th- that's not this show. Yeah, that's not this show. Um, this show is Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. And that is my, I'm Ashley, and that's my co-host, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Yeah. Oh, it's, listen, it's been, uh, nearly two weeks, I think. Yeah. Since we've recorded this show. Yeah, just two, like, I went on vacation and then busy with aforementioned and, Evangelion. And then you shotgun recorded Evangelion for three days straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it went well. I'm glad he liked it. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It, it, well, one, is going to be weird that this show, that will probably be done by the time you hear this. I was going to say, what's the what's the timeline on this? I bet that's done before this episode or goes it, up, right? It'll be, or very it, near the same be time. It'll done or, yeah. Uh, but it's very... It, the ending, like the... How that shook out and how our opinions were at the end of that were, was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I realized some stuff about Evangelion. <laughs> that you maybe had not before. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that only makes sense. It's a show you haven't watched in however many years. Yeah. Uh, Luke still sent me like, hey, I just realized this about Homestuck. Really? Yeah. That's really good. 
Uh, one was recently, uh, oh, Rosa and I are both, like, goth girls, like, among, like, among their friend group, but come off as, like, peppy to each other. That's true. That's true. Rose, just because she's so, like, sarcastic. Yeah. And Kanai, because, like, their version of goth is much weirder than ours. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a very weird version of goth. Yeah. It's it's just fashion. Like goth. And I guess being a vampire. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty goth, actually, yeah, that now that I think about goth. it. But it's, it's a vampire that, like, glows. A glowy vampire that drinks rainbow colors worth of blood. Yeah. You know, takes all kinds. But, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, last time we were reading, uh, Rose had just asked, uh, her... Magic cue ball. If the, uh, if the horror terrors were good. And, yeah, and she asked what their deal was, I guess. Yeah, and that apparently made her go grimdark. Uh, which, fuck, I don't even know what that means, but it's not good. It doesn't seem good. No, she, she blasted off off of Dave's planet. I hope she doesn't blow up Dave's planet. That's, like, Mm -hmm. a thing that's probably possible. Yeah. And also, uh... Yeah, like, her skin is, like, gray now, and her hair's all white. Well, it was before, but... Yeah, but I mean it even more. It's more Mm -hmm. distinct. Uh, last time we learned about the Scratch. Yeah. uh, Which is gonna be a whole thing to try and get done. Uh, yeah, which... It, apparently, what it'll, it'll reset the game, basically. Not even, like, I guess everything is the game in terms of the universe, yeah. but it resets the universe. Yeah, so that they can try it again, which... Hmm. Yeah. That, like, none of the circumstances will be the same. It re-rolls everything to try and make everything work out this time. Yeah, which... That, that is maybe a bit... Crazy. <laughs> That's a bit crazy! I... It... <sighs> Makes me wonder how many games fail versus Scratch, I guess. How many universes just straight up fail versus, you know, successful Scratches. Yeah. Um, Because that's a whole weird thing. Mm -hmm. Like, because clearly the universe wants this to get done, or Paradox Space does. But it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with all of this uh, predestination stuff, like, who fucking knows? This is weird. Yeah. Uh, Man, I was thinking a lot about, like, omnipotent beings. That must be boring as fuck. Yeah, that's kind of what Doc Scratch says. Yeah, like, he knows everything that's going to happen, everything that will happen, everything that has happened. What the fuck's the point? Yeah, and as he says, he has, like, elements of, like, way that he can't see. Yeah, but they become clearer over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but it, it's hard to pity Doc Scratch too much. Yeah. With him being a kindly Earth uncle. Thank God. Gross-ass old man. Yeah. <laughs> Gross motherfucker. <sighs> and I, I believe we've only seen him really talk to girls. Vriska, Jade. Well, he didn't really talk to Jade. He talked to Vriska and Rose. 
and uh, yeah. Terezi messaged him. Yeah, uh, but then uh, he, he just messaged, got mad. Yeah, he messaged Carcat once and seemed to not really be into it. Yeah, and that was like not. It didn't even seem like it was intentional. Yeah. Carcat just like answered a message that was on the screen. Yeah. But if he knew who was going to answer it, because he's omnipotent. Right. And he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Gross ass old man. Mm hmm. Fucking Master Oshi looking motherfucker. <laughs> he does he? No. Not at okay. all. But act, Ro- Master Roshi acting motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, uh. But yeah. I think it's. T- Molly, I think it's time to just pop the brakes on this. Uh, no, okay, hang on, we're gonna have to pump the brakes first, uh, because Big Man requests timeout. Alright, hi. Oh, yeah, hold up, the Big Man wants to take a timeout. What the fuck? I'm glad we're taking a minute to do some Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff after that very dramatic sequence. Yeah, it's Andrew Hussey, but in the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff style. God. Uh, big man wreaks some havoc. Big man's about to wreak some havoc in the yard. The court is on fire. Uh, this is a like redraw of him sweeping out for the guy dunking a basketball, but now it's Rose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, request ruler. Dude, come get this ruler. Check this out. Dude, hurry up! Look, she's escaping from above! God. <laughs> Next. Uh, and we're seeing, uh, uh, WV and, uh, AR, but AR is now Jeremy. God. Okay, dude, no. Okay, how am I gonna wreck some havoc in the yard with the meter, you chump ass? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Maxi was giving me a bunch of shit for not liking Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. And I feel like it gets in the way sometimes. There's some funny stuff in there. But this is not what I want right now. <laughs> this is not what you wanted after two weeks. Right, exactly. Next. Again with the metric system. What is it? Even with human units, man. It's like you must be token up on a joint to make you stoned or something. I can't think of who leaves all these rings lying around like that. <laughs> okay, this one's pretty good. Next. It is so shit. Where's the runner? <laughs> I don't even understand what the fuck. Next. Uh, dude, no, let me show you. No, f- fuck no. Dude, you gotta snap it broke ways! <laughs> Next. So he's, he's snapping off the... He's snopping off uh, the top of the uh, meter stick to make it a yard. <laughs> God. And uh, a bunch of splimpers are coming out. Next. It was at that point you got distracted by the author's hot self-inserts. Expecting the Easter Bunny. Well, I know how involved the big man wants to get into the story. How much will he fuck this up? Uh, I gotta say, to that is next. Who wants to know? 
I want to know. Tell me, and please be smug about it. All right. As the indulgence of goes in frequency, you may find yourself increasingly afraid that my direct interference with canonical events approaches inevitability. But you should understand that I understand that I am dealing with forces which, if handled recklessly, will nullify the basic ability of intelligent beings in all real and hypothetical planes of existence to give a shit. It, it would be stupid of me to mismanage those forces, even stupid of you to worry about it, because it would be stupid for you to think I was stupid. In fact, I feel a little dumber just thinking about it. When the time comes, I will interact directly with the events of this narrative, but the moment will be responsibly combined to a passive intervention. It will be compact, surgical, and essential. My involvement will have such precision, I have even managed to quantify it in units of a physical measurement. I will be involved in only the narrow corridor space through which light will pass in three nanoseconds. My window influence end-to-end will be exactly one yard. Okay, anyway, let's get back to John. Huh. So Andrew, I just saying, uh, yeah, you can tell by this point I'm going to be in the story at some at point. At some point. But don't worry about it right now. You'll barely notice. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, John, locate Tumor. We got oh, another. it's a flash. Yeah. That's a big hole in the ground he made. Yeah. John made a big boy He hole. got creative. Yeah. Oh, he found it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a big thing. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, John, look around. Oh, he sees... Oh. Uh, like two stone tablets, like, with a moon over them. One with the breath symbol, one with the space symbol. Is the moon... Maybe that's Prospect, since, um, John and Jade are space and breath... Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that's where they are from. Mm-hmm. Uh, next. And it seems like on the other side, there's a, a light symbol and a time symbol. Okay, so yeah, so that would be the Durst side. Yeah. Uh, John, look inside. It's looking uh, at the uh, the tumor, which has like a porthole. Yeah, there's a big hole in this thing. Next. Oh, John's just kind of mouth agape. Looks like it's got a timer, judging by this reflection. Or something. Yeah. Next. It's a timer at 1025. Of course it is. Yep. John, take tumor. He puts it in his wallet. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, good thing he got that wallet. Yeah. Uh, John, return to surface. Oh, we got another, another flash. flash page. Coming no, back up. Just, yeah, it's kind of the same thing as Rose did. Yeah. With John. Flying up and out. Yep. Next. Then we get a kind of similar image, but with Skya, and instead of the uh, the beat Mesa, it is a... Uh, the giant hole he made. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, CD, approach locals. You and your rabbit friend approach a gentleman wrapped in fine white cloth and his courageous cohort. A young man riding a great gust of wind. You're so impressed, you forget what you're supposed to be doing. He's looking for the ring, right? He's looking for the ring, and then he has to go kill Jade. Oh, okay. 
but right now he's just hanging I was going to say, with- that's going to be an issue for him since Jade is not there and is already dead there. Well, it's kind of a weird thing where, like, you know, she's in the game now. That's true. And you can get to where the game is. Yeah, from Skya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John, reunite with Liv Tyler. Sweet, precious, beautiful Liv Tyler. You thought you lost her forever. Just like Bruce Willis did when he blew himself up with the nuclear bomb in the center of the asteroid the size of Texas. His heroism and fatherly reply were also the size of Texas. But your love for Liv is not fatherly. Oh, no. This reunion is what... This reunion with no loving daughter, but a loving movie star fantasy crush who happens to be in the form of Robot Bunny, which has traveled through time and been given to you as a gift on five separate occasions. <laughs> twice by you and thrice to you. It really is fished out of a sewer by Nicolas Cage on the silver screen. You forget the point you're supposed to be making. Yeah. <laughs> just, he hey, just loves this on rabbit. A weird journey. Yeah, no and kidding. Also he, and also he loves Liv Tyler. And he loves Liv Tyler. Next. But you wonder where all her sweet weapons went. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so that's how I got that gun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because Jade left it out in the snow, and then her grandson probably got it, and that's who her pen pal is. And he sent it back? I guess? I guess? I don't know. Next. She indicates the language of plus toy pantomime that she has no idea. They all blew away in the... Next. She just, like, shrugging. <laughs> Breathe. Bonked in the head with a hammer. Yeah. Which is actually a hammer from a problem sleuth. From a, like, one-page gag. Oh, is it? It's the Warhammer of Zillyhoo. Great. Uh... And earlier on, John tried to combine a hammer and a prompt sleuth book, and it made something that was, like, impossible to get. Was it this? You could probably guess it's this. Yeah. Uh, John, retrieve tiny hammer. This tiny hammer is so ridiculous. Too bad it's not the right size. You'd love to wall some imp with this defenseful weapon. You guess you could just go around and give them little bops on the head with it. Like a silly gavel. No, that'd be too absurd. Even for a great prankster like you. He'll discard this rubbish immediately. Can't he just scale it up if he has the card? True, but also, I don't think John's that smart. Yeah, no, probably not. Next. Wait, what is this? Miss Tyler's handing you a note. John, read note. John, one more thing. This rabbit is sure... This rabbit, I'm sure you've noticed, is armed to the stitches... He's got all four of the funny little weapons I mentioned that are all deadly as the fucking dickens, but that doesn't mean they aren't made exclusively for the paws of Mr. Terry Kaiser. That's the name I call him. Heck no. You see, I adapted Terry with some doodads, which you may deem practical. An infant scintillator, which I used to littify them down to in the first place, as well as a monstrificator, which... Or when you would like to huge them up and wield them yourself. He surely got enough juice to him to make them enormous if you wish. That's silly. Why do you want it to... 
What do you even do with, uh, say, a magic needle the size of a skyscraper, for instance? Preposterous! I bought this technology from my grandmother, who is quite the way with manipulating space. I didn't tell she was something of a witch with the stuff. Once she was a brave hero like you. You and I, John, and the stars themselves twinkled in her cauldron. I'd like to tell you who my grandmother is. I really would. But I can't. I think I have trouble keeping secrets. I like to be honest, but... Just like you, and I have a lot of secrecy after a while. Gets me feeling a bit jaded. <laughs> Green means grow, red means shrink. See you soon, pal. Jay. God, John's not going to get that at all. <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so the bunny can uh, makes the stuff bigger. Yeah. Okay. And also, and also, well, one, the bunny used to be named Terry Kaiser. Yeah. Just the constant thing of people renaming stuff right. as you get it and it switching gender. Oh, that's true. That's good. Um... Uh, and also, he mentions, like, oh, what would you use a, uh... Magic needle the size of a skyscraper. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Weird thing to... Weird thing to mention. Also, I believe Terry Kaiser was the guy who played Bernie at Weekend Bernie's. Probably fuck. That's good. Uh, next. Grandmother? You wonder who that could be? Probably just Jade. With all the time shenanigans. Goddamn, he got it. <laughs> Good job, John. I'm so you did proud it. of you, John. <laughs> he figured one out on his own. And also, I'm just like, yeah, it's probably Jade. It's probably Jade. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, John, huge and hammer. <gasps> nice. I just like that John's face. <laughs> He's just very surprised. Yeah. Next. You got the Warhammer of Zilly Who. Cost one zillion of whatever that grist is. Yeah. Oh. Uh. All. Behold the glory of Zilly Who. We got another sound page. This is gonna be silly, isn't it? It's gonna be Zilly. God damn it. It's fucking chapel. Yeah. <laughs> One of the shitty drawings with him Just waving yeah. it around oh, I was crying at the sight of <laughs> They can't believe the it hammer. Yeah Oh my god he's got a fucking candy anvil <laughs> it's, it's John, John singing Sing. Great Perfect Oh, oh. Cut to Gamzine he's got the Warhammer And that's Carcat too? Yeah, and he was, like, crying. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Next. You're so delighted by your rad new hammer and the cool huge bows of Liv Tyler, or Terry Kaiser, whatever their name is. Who the hell is Terry Kaiser? Probably a movie star from the future. Who cares, though? Your bunny will be live for life! Hearts, hearts, hearts. You wonder what other neat things you can do get lived to monster fire her sweet eye beams john john the bunny doesn't have enough juice for this nonsense ah next wait what happened to her green eye and why is she fiercely just turned to fell in the ghost sheets 
This is so ridiculous. You can't turn your back on these people to admire a beautiful hammer for even one moment. You think that's enough fooling around? Time to get down to business again. Serious business of being an important heroic leader. Did WV just drink whatever is inside the bunny's eye? Well, he likes to eat green things. That's true. God damn it. God damn it, WV. John, wear the hood, be the leader. You're not their leader. You're their friend. There's a big difference. You're going to issue uh, your party a highly authoritative series of friendly requests. That's a good look. Yeah. Next. First, you request that everyone settle down. The squat fellow meditates between the two bickering parties and patches up Liv's missing eye. She is nothing if not accustomed to decades of repair work and quickly resumes her plucky demeanor. They take the uh, club off of Club's Deuce's uh, clothes and make it an eye patch. Yeah. It's amazing. Also, now Club's Deuce is their auspice. Fucking A. God damn it. <laughs> Next. You then, in your most leaderly way, ask Liv to pilot their, that enormous battleship. She'll be known as Captain Tyler. Nice. Is this the? Is this a battleship left over from the fight, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, CD took it down. Okay, fair. Next. She litified the ship down to something more manageable for a small bunny captain. Everyone's impressed. Good shit. Yeah. Next. You give your wallet to your loyal chauffeur familiar. He looks puzzled. You inform the party that you'll not be going on this journey. You must remain behind and continue looking for your father. But you insist their mission is most critical of all. You know they can handle it. You believe in them. You instruct Captain Tyler to set a course for the ship's home. They must fly to Doris and deliver the tumor to the moon. Uh, everyone salutes their intrepid friend and leader. This is what teamwork is all about. This is all so cute. This is all very cute. Yeah, I just love that Like CD's like, okay, I'm with you now. I'm taking orders from you. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> John's much nicer than his old crew anyway. Yeah. Ne- I-, I doubt CD remembers his old crew. <laughs> yeah, I doubt he- <laughs> You're right. Uh, next. And this guy. You guess this guy can go along and help out. Hey, who even is this guy anyway? You guess it doesn't matter. He seems nice enough. Uh, I mean, he used the same logic with WV, I guess, right? So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, John, bid farewell. Godspeed, heroes. You have all the faith in the world that you will, they will be successful. As a friend leader, or sometimes known as a pal honcho, you have done an amazing job. You've come up with a plan and politely requested your loyal team to execute it. It is all falling into place perfectly. You're quite sure you're not going to have to count for even a single thing. Probably not. Uh, but Jade is bugging WV, who now has the wallet. Ooh. Yeah. With all of John's computers. Good. Good. Next. Uh, Garnostic began pestering ectobiologist. John, I'm worried about Rose. I'm pretty sure she's on her way there to look for Jack. I can't say for sure because I can't see her with my goggles anymore for some reason, but I'm fearing the worst. Just in case, you should try to intercept her before she does something stupid like try to fight him. Also, I guess you probably still don't know about your dad yet, do you? Darn, why do I always have to be the one to break terrible news? Uh, John? Yeah. 
Uh oh. Next. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, please tell me your computer was at the wall you just gave that guy. Damn it, John. One of these days you'll learn the value of having plenty of backup computers. In fact, whenever you finally leave the battlefield, I'm going to give you the code for a nice pair of lunch muffs. And then I'm going to force you to keep them on your head at all times. Yeah, you're never going to read this, are you? <laughs> Jade. You're nope. just so angry and John's so happy. <laughs> John's having a good old time. Lucas told me that's like one of his favorite drawings of John. It's really good. Just all like, hey, <laughs> I did a good thing. I did the smart thing. Oh, next. Huh? Oh. Next. There's some darkness. There's some darkness coming off the side. Something's happening on the other side of the planet. Something ominous. Something grimdark. You're so glad that grimdark is a real word, so that when things that like this happen, you may be described as such. And your dad's over there. You believe you'll investigate. Okay, so maybe Rose is there. Maybe Rose is there, and yeah, also John doesn't know about his dad. Nope. Oh, boy. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck really bad. Uh, John, approach grimdarkness. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's a castle. That's the castle, and that's like, it's a bunch of like thorns. Yeah. We go to like the end of Undertale. Kind of, uh, you might, like that you might see on the end of a rose. Yeah, that's true. Next, arachnid grip began trolling tentacle therapist. John, you're heading into the blackout, so I won't be able to see you until you leave. But don't worry, I can still sense you're there, because of awesome powers, remember? Smooth move, ditching your computer like that, by the way. That was some incredible leadership you showed. Now I have to contact you through Rose, thus exposing me to the risk of actually having to talk to her. Your carelessness has put the Heroes of Light in a very awkward position, John. I hope you're satisfied. (laughs) Just kidding. She's obviously a little too preoccupied at the moment to be sassing me. Just borrow her computer and talk to me when you get the chance, okay? I'll be waiting. Yeah, so John is going into uh, the blackout. Yeah, so the blackout is just but, Rose going grimdark. Yeah. It seems to be, like, centered around her. Yeah. Oh, boy. See her descend. Oh, this is scary looking. Yeah, we got, like, a dark clouds and it's like raining storming black. Oh, purple lightning shit yeah this is a goth no, storm it. yeah then we're seeing uh rose's mom yeah i was gonna say that could have been rose or rose's mom but i think it's rose's mom but i'm not sure yeah oh it, well it's since rose, there's I, this big oh there's rose yeah yeah boy i also really like this music this is really good music Rose is descending upon this scene. Yeah. Interesting that it wasn't the death of her mom that set her off like this. It was asking about the old gods. Yeah. Or the dark gods or whatever we call them. Horror terrors. Oh, it's a walk around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so now we're Rose and Grimdark. And we can look over at mom. Yeah. There's no sling of Jack up here. Must be somewhere in the castle. 
not even acknowledged. Yeah, I just... It, it's so... Like, it just illustrates exactly what how Rose is right now. Yeah, she's very focused on this thing. Yeah. But we can go downstairs. Yep. Oh. Oh, jeez. We run into a uh, Presbyterian with, like, all bloody... Yeah, I can't interact with it. Yeah. Rose, I don't... She can't really interact with a lot of things just because... Yeah, she's focused. Oh. Then further down, there's a decapitated Presbyterian. Jesus. A lot of blood hanging off the side. Go downstairs. Yeah, Upstairs. Oh, there's a dead uh, Dursite. He's got like half of him cut off. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, and there's like a thing of blood and like footsteps and then just like, I don't, a hat. A hat or something, yeah. Oh, there's... Another dead body. Yeah. Going downstairs. Oh, there's some of that uh, glass. The, the window panes. Yeah, the Zilly Who window panes. Yeah, more bodies. Yeah. Jeez. Slaughter in here. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going down. Yeah. More bodies. There's a decapitated frog. Oh, some banners. There's the... And and, uh, we can examine the idol. Okay. It bears an inscription, our glorious speaker. Oh, His yeah. His head is locked clean off with some sort of sharp sword-like object. Someone around here sure must hate frogs. You wonder who it could be. It was probably Jack. It was probably Jack. Yeah, but they have all the, uh... At the top, they have all the banners with all the kids' logos. You can interact, and it says, This series of banners is titled, They Wait. Uh, they wait for he who extinguished candles while fanning a f- fire. They wait for she who would thaw solid flesh and resolve it into the dew. They wait for she who would breed lilacs of the dead lands. They wait for he who could drop it like it's hot while the pimp's in the crib. Jesus. <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, and then we have, on the left, we have a treasure chest. On the left? On the left or the right? Uh, on the left. Okay, there's like, one on right the left. With the, fr- the yeah. bookshelves. Yeah, trophy. Uh, I think you can also look at the bookshelves. Um, from, like, at the far left, I think each one. Uh, you find an ancient unlabeled tome and read an expert. Though we adore him, we never enjoy his beauteous croak. We spill our blood across acres of black and white so that they may cross the yellow yard. At least in sky's reflection through broken glass, he may find the pond in which he's meant to squat. But we get to mention the yellow yard. Yeah. Which have we heard that yard before? Sticks, oh. Yard sticks yellow. Yeah. And Andrew Gossie just said that he would only be involved in a yard. Right. So maybe it's not a unit of measurement. Yeah, maybe Andrew is fucking with us as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to that is Journey to the Center of the Battlefield. Looks to be a fairy tale for youngsters. Here is a dashing young man in a blue hood. He heals the planet from within, but can do nothing to stop his annihilation from above. Nor it's soon to follow eradication of reality. Must be sad growing up a culture where mythology is centered almost completely around futility. Yeah, no kidding. Everything here's a bummer. Yeah. 
uh, next bookshelf. It's a book on theoretical physics and complex spatial geometry based on the hypothetical edition of Orbs to the Queen's Ring. Shapes in the diagram are very complex. This or not is required as a crack party best. Why did the Queen ever wear more than four orbs? Four towers, four orbs, four heroes. This is a sacred truth. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the next one, a foot shoulders guide to combat. Most of the diagram in this book involves a soldier advancing by a single tile, either straight ahead or diagonally with while lunging with a weapon. No wonder these guys are so easy to kill. Nice. Yeah, so they all move like check, chest pieces. Yeah. Uh, advanced frog beam for beginners. Difficulty level extreme for idiots. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, the frog head blocks the uh, stairs. Stairs are blocked. You suppose you could easily remove the obstacle, but that would spoil a perfectly good opportunity to look for a secret passage. Uh-huh. Uh, so if we head to the right, uh, there's another treasure chest. Yep. Let's look at that. You got a trophy. <sighs> it's Dad's bloody hat. Yeah, Dad's bloody hat. And we the other trophy was uh, Bro's Shades. Yeah. Uh, there's a shelf with a shine on it. Well, let's just quickly go through all the other ones. Okay. From the right? Uh, yeah, let's start from the right. Problem Sooth. <laughs> you really read this one. Absolutely required reading for any promising young seer who has blundered in the cult through an absurd sequence of events. Great. Rise of the Slayer, a horror story meant to scare children. Rise of Patean fiction tend to write what they see in clouds, hence their people tend to be events what simply haven't happened yet, or happened in another realm. I like to use the word fiction so that the kids don't get too scared. Hmm. So they just wrote about Jack. Yeah. You think you know what you might find on this shelf? Just a hunch. Yep, more books. Then we skip the shining one. Yep. Grimoire for something that's zoologically dubious. Apparently on loan from the Dursite Library. It seems unlikely to return at this point. Uh, Destructive Rationals 2, now we're into Con the Shortcoming of Mentlin. Mm. Good, mm. good, 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 good. Books, book, books. More books. You really have better things to do than to read a lot of books written by chess guys. Her hands are in my service, but they still shake. They unfasten the first button to my royal gown's waist clumsily. This this is erotic fanfiction written about the queen in the first person. This doesn't belong in the library. This doesn't belong anywhere. Isn't this Mindfang's journal? I, I think so, yes. Yeah. Okay, but if we go to the glowing one. Okay. It lifts up. Nice. Nice. We found a secret passage. We did it. Let's go up in here. Oh. Uh, and then... Uh, seems like a bunch of living people. Yeah. Uh, and then on the right, the chest, we got a banner of billion. Silly people inspired. In generally rebellious, united sort of way. And then left, chest, we got a flaming meteor chunk. This is even tre- treasure. How is this treasure? <laughs> uh, then we can talk to the dirt site. We'll just go around the room. Okay. That sound good? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, start from the left. Yeah. Eh. She's apparently swooning over here of lore, shared by the two kingdoms. A great man who united opposing sides against the tearful king. We all in a tragedy, of course, which is typical for their folktales, but is no less aspiring. So WV. 
Yeah. She got a crush on WV. Yeah. Uh, up? Oh, well, there's another the right. one to, uh, to the right. Okay. What's... Yeah. Saw a flutter about a legend here. Some guy who was weird of war, apparently. Some farmer. Handsome and brave. I think you've begun to fall in love with him, too. Everybody loves WV. I mean, how can you not? Yeah, really. Huh. He seemed to be leader that he hit and a handful of fellow soldiers to find a secret highway to escape the bloody rampage. Maybe if they regroup and marshal all their remaining forces, they can take this guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, let's head up. You want to go to the right or the stay on the right or stay on the left? Uh, stay on the right since we're already here. Okay. Hmm. First you find when you barge in here, and then briefly excited, and now disappointed. He must have thought you were the great Dark Kingdom defector to come to save them. Alas, it's only a spooky girl with magic wands. Great Dark Kingdom's defector. Uh, that'd be WV still. Oh, okay. Because he's, oh, right, like he's a dark Yeah. Uh, bottom, uh, the Prospidin. Okay. Just getting confused. There's nothing left to do but hide. And the Dursite. Hmm. So is mourning the dead. He's probably lost many friends today. Ugh. Yep. Probably. Uh, but there's a door at the top of this. Yep, let's go in. I think all these are just... Yeah, it's just... You're sick of reading. Gotta find Jack. Yep, okay. Let's run down these stairs. Oh, wait, except on the far left it says, It's a holy parchment. Mame clown, undead cat, impaled crow, omnipotent dog. These four shall be held in reverence for their eternity they serve to cut short. <laughs> yeah, so Mame clown is John Sprite... Uh, undead cat, Jasper Sprite, Jasper Sprite. Crow, and Beck. Yeah. Hmm. Before we head downstairs, got a transportalizer. Yep. Something's blocking it from the other side. Oh, there we got a. There's a trail of bloody footprints. Uh, if we head up to the stairs, we see Beck flashing for a bit. Oh. But he's gone. Yeah, there he goes. Uh, then we can head up. Uh, into this door? Yeah. Okay. And there are some curtains. Hmm. Open curtains? So there's curtains. Let's go up. Oh, there doesn't curtains. More curtains. Okay, open curtains. Keep going. And more. Yeah. Open them. Keep going. More curtains. Open them. Oh, those were all red, and now we got blue curtains. Yeah. Open well, these. Because we just went through four curtains, and now we're in a fifth curtain that's different. So, the hive bent curtain? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, open the next curtain. Which is... A lot sooner than the other ones, so that'd probably be 5.2. Yeah, okay, okay. Then we reach a record. It looks like the Beat Mesa. Yeah. And in the center, there's a transportalizer. Let's use that? Transportalize. Uh, yeah, so we transportalize, and there's a green one. Green curtains now. And we're going through... One, two, two 
And then there's a final one. A sixth one. Let's yeah. open these curtains. Oh, there's those bloody footprints. Oh, boy. That are Jack's. All right, let's get them. Oh, it's John! Oh, hey, John. Uh, hi, Rose. Wow, I did not expect to find you here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> what? Also, why are you all gray like that? You look weird. Uh, Rose, I can't understand a word you're saying. It's a lot of silly speaking gobbledygook. Wait, I know what's going on here. It finally happened. You've gone grimdark. I told you, Rose. I warned you about... What do you call them? The blood feast throats? It's okay, Rose. Don't worry. We'll find a cure for your stubborn throats. I still trying to find our parents. I thought my dad might have come to the castle to check out the huge black rain cloud. Do you see the cloud, Rose? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but you sound kind of upset. What is it, Rose? Wait, are you talking about our parents? Oh, man, you mean they're here? <laughs> are you saying they're in trouble? Oh, my God. Oh, no, Rose, we have to go help them. <laughs> She just pulls out the pillow. Smothering yes, herself I'm the frustrated pillow. too, but there's no time for such lam- lamentations. Do you think we can find them again? Great. I can't wait to see my dad. It feels like I had been forever since I saw him. Please lead the way, Rose. But, yeah, the center of that is a giant frog. Yeah. Remove idol? Yeah, there's a transportalizer. I forgot what's... Yeah, at the top, uh, there... If, if you go through the top... Yeah. You get uh, a statue of the uh, white queen and white king. It makes it a cute couple. The king and queen are pretty nice, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, there's another uh, door up there. And there's another... Uh, this is where John came from. No use backtracking now. Gotta take him to see mom and dad. Oh, okay. Ugh, this is gonna be bad. Uh, but yeah, so we went through... Uh, also, you know, some curtains right. uh, representing the axe, and then we went through six more. Yeah. But they were a different color. Right. I mean, that's... I... Knowing... You know, knowing there's a sixth act, and that it has six parts, I think? Yeah. Um, that's just what that is, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, transportalize? Yeah, and so then we're back to that place where it said we couldn't. Yeah, before. where it was blocked off. Uh, and we never we never checked up, but there's just a giant, uh, like, chess piece. Yeah, just, just You've a... never seen anything so sad in your entire life. Beautiful, muscular man sounds chucked down in his prime. What monster could be responsible for this deed? And it was Jack Noir. Yeah. Yeah, we figured it out, team. Go, team. Uh, uh, but now we're gonna head back. Yeah, let's leave. Uh, and if we go through... Oh, no. Oh. Good. All of the people hiding are dead now. Oh, no! Rose, what happened in here? Is it Jack? Are you saying it was Jack, Rose? What's that, Rose? Are you getting aggravated that I'm talking to you kind of like you're a dog? <laughs> That's a really nice pillow, by the way. It goes well with your weird, dark skin and gothy ensemble. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I like that Rose is still like Rose. <laughs> yeah. Even though she's being possessed by demons. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah, let's head out. Glad they added this very convenient blood trail so I can know where to leave. Uh, I seems to knock down some quarter. And he's ripped out all of the, uh... All the tapestries except the space one. Yeah, because he can't hurt he Jade. Because he can't hurt Jade, yeah. Hurt Jade's all but one for some reason. Who could have possibly... It was Jack. It was Jack, it was Jack. stupid. It was Jack. Uh, going uh, up. Yeah, poor innocent John seeing all this. I know. He doesn't need this. No, he's probably had a really long day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's he, died once or twice. Twice? Twice. Well, he didn't. He didn't feel die the, first the second one. time. And he doesn't remember the first one, so fuck. I guess he hasn't died at all today. Great job, John. <laughs> Great job, John. <laughs> Still going up. Yeah, no. It, it this takes was a long, a long little journey. Yeah, uh, people really like this flash. I like it too. Yeah. And also, Luke for sure uh, pushed into my face with the, the cute couple. <laughs> of course, uh, he but did. eventually we reach a point where uh, John speaks up. Yep. By the way, did you know that Carcat thinks we're supposed to get married? <laughs> Wait, I hope that doesn't come off as a proposal or anything. Sorry, I'm just making conversation. I guess I'm a little nervous. It's technically the first time we've ever met. And also, you're talking like an electric monster, so I'm kind of babbling. We don't actually have to get married, though. I mean, not if you don't want to. <laughs> John! And Rose just stares at him. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up now. Oh, God, he's so precious. Oh, my precious baby boy! <laughs> Oh, then we were to the end. Okay, yep. And John is my precious baby boy, and Carcat is my precious angry child. <laughs> Next. We got another video. Another flash page. Yep. Yep, there's Jack. Yep. Yep, and John sees his dad. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's, yeah, that's, uh-huh. It is a bummer. He does not have time to just be staring, but... Okay, yeah, I guess he's ready to fight. Yeah. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, round one. John just All got right. stabbed. Just right yeah. through the chest. Again. You're just, you're just talking about how John's pretty good at not dying? Yeah, no, he's very bad at not dying. Well. Oh, Rose is not happy with this turn of events. Uh, as you can probably guess. Yeah. I was gonna say, now this is just a comparison of how good, like, you know, the Dark Gods are versus, you know, yeah. a first Guardian. Yeah. There's With no conclusive like a, answers. Yeah, like a... Well, it's like green matter. Yeah. Okay, great. John's dead. Good. John's dead again. Maybe? Maybe. What's, what, what the fuck's the rules for this? Well, so, yeah, the, the thing with God tier is, if you remember... Uh, it has to be a heroic death or a just death. Well, it definitely wasn't just because yeah. he got stabbed in the back, but I don't know if you could call it heroic. Yeah, I uh, I forgot if it was Riska or uh, 
Doc Scratch who said it, but... Yeah, I think it was Vriska who said, yeah, I don't think it's possible for you to have a... A just death. Yeah. Yeah, probably. John has never deserved to die. <laughs> John will never deserve to die. Yeah. Next. God. Oh. Oh, but we're with uh, Dave and Bro. Yeah. And Tarethi's bugging him. And we saw a bit of this with when we were dead, Dave. Yeah, when he was experiencing this memory again about how he could not pull the sword out of his brother. Mm-hmm. Dave, answer. Gal Kyber controlling Turn Deck Godhead. I'm guessing I'm going to be Tarethi. Yep. Uh, Strider! Oh my fucking god. What? What do you mean, what? We just got done talking and agreed it would be awesome if you didn't bother me for a while. You know, like, while I guess I grieved over this brutally murdered rad family member or something? Oh, that's right. I forgot. It was five seconds ago. I think that was hours ago for me. I'm a little foggy and all our chronological shenanigans at this point. There's been so much crazy stuff going on here, I've lost track. So you're officially going non-linear with me, then? We're just forfeiting all rhyme or reason to this unmitigated clusterfuck? Is that it? Dave, your entire existence is non-linear. Don't be so melodramatic. Whoops, okay. In the future, I'll try not to pitch any sort of dramatics while brooding over the cadavers of slaughtered loved ones. Did you love them, Dave? No. But he was your strange human man, Lucis, who taught you to like cool things like swords and puppets and moving really fast. How could you not? Puppets aren't cool. They're shitty small fake people who haunt your dreams and grin like permanent assholes. I was making a joke about being all broken up about it. A guy can be sad and make jokes at the same time. You are sad, but not broken up about it? I don't understand. Exactly. But you said you were grieving. I said we agreed you'd leave me alone to grieve. Didn't say whether I actually would or actually am. Well, are you? I am grieving to the max like a widow on Dead Husband Island. Behind these chill as fuck shades, my face is having this crazy attack of the sads. My rue is fucking bananas, can't you tell? God, no, I can't. You don't sound sincere. But it's so hard to tell what layer of irony removed from reality your flipping remarks are supposed to be. I'm betting you really are sad, no matter how hilarious and aloof you think you're being. The truth is a mystery. Tucked behind the pursed lips of a shitty Riddler, they will be loosened only when presented with the conundrous grandeur of rigid, insoluble puzzlecock. That makes no sense. I'm sorry you're so flustered by the mere mention of glittering mythical crypto dick. It honestly makes me think you're not ready for the truth. Dave, your perplexing euphemisms involving what I presume to be lewd and vaguely intriguing portions of human anatomy I think are not as hilarious as you probably believe. And in any case, you might be amazed to learn that I am t- not totally in the mood for your dumb, smart-ass rehornswaggery. I have lots of my own problems here, and they are big, big problems. So why don't you just tell me what you're thinking for once? It's pretty simple. I'm just thinking about how I'm going to take this sword. Yeah, I never really got why you wouldn't just pull it out. Filthiest thing you ever said. Huh? Forget it. Pulling swords out of things isn't how I roll. 
I'm not John, remember? I'm not following. I'm not a hero. My bro was. John is. I'm not. Guess you are. Nope. Yes, we all are. I'm the hero of mind. You're the hero of time. This is who we were created to be. Fine, it's a title we inherit as phlegm babies or whatever, but what have I done to earn it? Pretty much nothing but horsing around through time and swindling dumb alligators out of their life savings. If that sword's coming out of his chest, it's coming out clean. Taking it vertically means drawing more blood, but horizontally means a clean break. Check it. No, don't. Oh, Dave. Man, Dave is... buddy. Dave has some issues. He has some issues, and he's making some developments here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just like that line of, you're like, oh, I'm not a hero. My bro was. John is, but I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, no, not me. That's not me. Uh, Yeah, he doesn't want to pull up the sword. Yeah, he doesn't want to draw more blood. But he also seems to have an issue with killing stuff and blood in general, so. Yeah. I can only imagine when it's his brother that, God, there's no way he's dealing with that today. But also, he has weird mixed feelings about his bro. Yeah, exactly. Well, God, how could you not? Yeah, like, well, yeah, this guy did raise me, but also he was kind of a dick. He didn't do a very good job. No. Uh, Dave, break. (laughs) He's running. Uh, It's gonna be... It's gonna be silly. Next. Guys, just dive kicking that. He's gonna dive kick the sword. Yeah. Next. (laughs) Oh, no. I like to just imagine, like, well... Yep, here we go. This isn't going to go as well as I thought it would. <laughs> Next. Yep. Boing. Threw him back. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Next. That sword's not going anyway. Nope. Not until Dave learns how to pull swords out of stuff anyway. Yep. Dave, get up. No, fuck that. I'll lie my ass down right here for a while, looking slightly less cool than I make myself out to be ordinarily. You must stand tall. Only a true hero could pull off such an acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle. That's basically what I just did, isn't it? Yes. That's what I'm doing here. I'm making a point. I'm making a point of making every little thing take place what was once mentioned in passing, no matter how seemingly trivial or pointless. That's how all the best adventures get strung together. You haven't heard me bleat like a goat for ironically humorous purposes yet, have you? No. That was something that was mentioned at some point by someone. I forget when or why. I bet you're on goddamn pins and needles waiting for that, aren't you? Are you going to bleed like an earth goat, Dave? No. Fuck that. Hmm. Will you at least get up? No. Fuck you. Go away. Uh, why do I do this to myself? What? Check myself to the moody nonsense of muddly, candy, bloodied, foul mouths. I don't know. Why are you even talking to me anyway? Aside from the fact that several hours from now, you apparently forget I don't need consolation and ought to be left alone. Maybe I just... It just so happens that for once, this isn't about you. Maybe I'm the one who needs some help. Has that occurred to you, Mr. Cool Kid? Oh. Anyway, I remember now. Sorry, everyone went kind of shit high here. And I got bitten, I think, and I kind of forgot where I left off with you. Bitten? What? I remember where this all fits the chronology. 
to you, with your bro here. This is just before you begged me to finally show you how to reach God tier. So I did. And then he got mad at me, and so he decided to uh, do your own thing for a while. And since then I've been up to my pointy little nubs and uh, suspense, intrigue, and betrayal. That sure sounds like a dumb way to say a thing. Almost Egbertian and elegant stupidity. The T in Egbertian is soft like shh. <laughs> Why would I get mad at you? Oh, you'll see. Okay. But yeah, I guess it's about time you showed me what's up with my allegedly feudal god tierification. How long ago was it that you did f- coin flip thing? I don't even remember. I was getting sure you were just bullshitting me again and had no intention of ever mentioning it again. Unfortunately, no. Maybe I should take the opportunity to apologize in advance. For what? Hmm. I don't think it'll be constructive to go in to it before it happens. Before what happens? You mean god tearing? Did something go wrong? Everything goes according to plan, but that is all I'll say. Remember, this conversation kind of not supposed to be about you. I know the idea is unprecedented. That's practically unthinkable. I know. But, I mean, okay, we can talk about your troll problem, but this is pretty important here. The god tier thing, and whether I can actually do it or not. It might be kind of hard to tell on account of me chilling face down on the pavement, and also because I'm downplaying feelings as the chief rule of cool, but I'm pretty pissed about this. Which is weird. It's weird to feel mad? Are you too cool for that, too? No, it's not weird to be mad. It's just weird. It feels like the only one who is... And the only one even contemplating taking Jack on, even among your group of irate, gnashing shitheads. Hey! What? Actually, you're right. Turns out we really do have a lot of shitheads here. It also happens the worst one is the one who happens to be planning on to take him on. Well, okay. And that would be a dope line to switch the subject to start talking about your complicated problems, but I kind of wasn't done. Fine! But for someone who just told me to fuck off, you are sure bending my ear suddenly. But, okay, I mean, isn't that what heroes should be doing? Working to take down the bad guy with a whole lot of this fucking grandiloquescence and these huge sweeping plans that got nothing to do with fighting him? Like always biding our time and tiptoeing around the unbeatable god boss. John's too nice to get mad. Rose spends all her time calculating. Too focused on Machiavellian ploys of sabotage to try anything drastic. Jade is... I don't even know. Probably more a liability if she got it in your head to take him down. If anything, I'd bet she just needs protection. Why are you... S- what are you saying here, Dave? Is this conversation that's still being about you? I'm just wondering, when does somebody actually step up? Jack's got shit to pay for. Is... If that is how you feel, then I think our two problems are not really different. Are both present concerned with justice. Yeah, I guess. I guess it has been on my mind. Maybe I'm supposed to be a hero and rise to the occasion because there seems to be this little persistent voice in my head nagging me about it, insisting someone's gotta pay, and it's hard for me to disagree. Then it can mean one of two things. Or both of the two things, like it did for me. What things? It could mean that the agent present influencing you is... A conscious and or an exile. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I like I like like, yeah, I learned I had both an exile and a conscious. Yeah, that's weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, 
this is where Dave starts getting. I was gonna say Dave's growing up right before my eyes. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, Like he's like, I definitely think he's like wrong about like you know, oh, no one's doing anything to stop him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like he he's so focused on himself without actually doing anything himself that he thinks he's the only one trying to do anything. Yeah. Like he's he has spent this entire time just talking to Trezzy. Like that's that's been his whole journey since coming. Like he said, yeah, he is like. Since getting in the medium, Dave has just gotten everything from Dave Sprite and then ripped off a bunch of, uh, like, stock exchange stuff. Yeah, just just stolen money from a bunch of his consorts. Yeah, meanwhile, John has gone god here and is like, you know, you've been following Rose's plan to get the tumor. Rose has been making all these plans and... Talking to Dog Scratch and all that. Jade just got in. Jade didn't get the opportunity to even try anything yet. And she's already done more with getting all the frog stuff. Yeah, and even trying to set up, like, Jade Sprite to go try and fight. Yeah. So, they're all trying. Just, Dave's not paying attention. Yeah, Dave's not paying attention, and so... And Dave has tried nothing, and so he has kind of warped that to be around. Like, no, I'm the only one who's... Yeah, he's just projecting on everybody. And, like, he's projecting on Jay, too. It's like, no, Jay needs to be protected. And it's like, no, you might need to be protected. Like, yeah. you you haven't done anything. We don't know if you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're pretty good at time travel, but, like, also... What have you done? Yeah. And, like, it's interesting, like, he's fluctuating between just being, like, having no self-esteem and also, like, being a huge narcissist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dave got interesting real quick. Yeah, no, which is... Just just in two pages, like, wow, okay. Uh, next. This is so completely illegal. I'm pretty sure I don't even have an exile. I've never heard any voices or anything. Anyway, you don't need a voice in your head to tell you this shit is, like, just so completely illegal. Huh? Wait, why did I just say that stupid thing I just said? AR found a console. Yeah, AR found a console. <laughs> this atrocity cannot go unpunished. Rogue River is possible into the slammer. Slammer means jail, by the way. Dave, I did not realize you're such a passion for law enforcement. I must say, the shocking development is coming dangerously close to giving me a case of the vapors. No, I mean, okay, that came out wrong. What were we talking about again? Bringing Jack to justice. Right. Someone has to make him pay. Can't let him just go unpunished. If I can figure out how to reach the god tier, maybe I can be the one to throw him in the slammer. The slammer? Slammer means jail. I know what the slammer means. You call it the slammer when you're extra angry at crimes. You know, is what AR says. This is incredible. This is really good. (laughs) You call it the slammer when you're extra angry at crimes. Take a note of that important principle, because I'm deputizing even though you're a kid. Are you taking notes on this important principle? Jesus, get a fucking pen or some chalk or whatever. I think I am following. You're going to find Jack and put him in jail? Wait, fuck, what? No. Dave, I know you're a likely... Discombobulated with grief over your fallen the Mambrolusis, but that is extremely silly and doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't. I'm just saying 
What am I even saying here? Shit. I just want to say real quick, because Teresa said Vapor's last time. Who do you think vapes in the Homestuck cast? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Solix. Yeah. <laughs> Solix, bro. Yes. Oh, my God. He gave he gave Dave the babiest rig. Yeah. Like, no, here, if buddy. this was made today, like, bro would just be, like, super into vaping. <laughs> Equius vapes. One of the girls has to vape, right? Um... Vriska? Yeah, it would be Vriska, wouldn't it? She would have it fucking built into her arm when she had that robot arm. Yeah. God, Aradia is just one big vape rig. Okay, we're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) But only while I'm away from my jurisdiction. Which I think is forever. Being the criminal... Bring the criminals to justice, young deputy... Each mutinous agent must pay for their crimes. I'm still not sure. You're talking about throwing Jack in the slammer and rambling about justice and telling me to get pins and such. Not that I'm complaining. Okay, forget the slammer stuff. That was stupid. It's about justice, though. And since no one else seems to give a shit about it, it apparently falls in my jurisdiction now. Not just going after Jack, but all the mutinous agents responsible for crimes. Agents? Holy shit, why do I care about that suddenly? <gasps> anyway, that's more shit that popped into my head just now. So, okay. Yeah, just love... <laughs> like, so John, confused. like, can't he, hear, like, his at all, basically. Like, he can hear it a bit. Yeah. Uh, Jade, like, heard hers once. Rose could basically almost, like, have conversations with hers. And David's just, like, being used as a mouthpiece. He's like, oh, Jesus, what did I just say? (laughs) What are these words I'm saying? I have other duties to attend to. Yeah, but we're seeing uh, him setting up uh, the explosives in the future. Yeah, and he shoots a line back up into the the back head to get the terminal. Yep. Well... Dwarves' cronies are exploitable. Are you saying you have a plan that involves targeting them? Not really. No. Anyway, it's not like being mad about this and hankering for justice is even the only irrational thing I'm currently hot and bothered about. I have other duties to attend to. Like what? I must explode this ridiculously illegal edifice. Yeah, so he is inside the, uh... The Beckhead. Yeah, the Beckhead that landed on the frog. And yeah, he's bomb freaked it up from Jesus. the bomb. And, there's just bombs everywhere. But he's uh, talked to Dave first. Yeah. The screen just says farewell. Yeah. I've got to explode this ridiculously illegal edifice. Oh my god, what are these words I'm saying? You have to explode something? Never mind. Are you referring to your plan to blow up the green sun? Oh, yeah. That's gotta be what I'm talking about. Probably. I need to shut up now. I'm sounding like an idiot. My head is starting to hurt. Why don't we talk about your thing now? What justice thing do you have to do? You mean it's actually my turn to talk? Yes. I was beginning to forget my problem listening to your highly enjoyable befuddlement. Just please tell me your justice problem and make me stop saying stuff. Farewell. Farewell? Wait... 
No, I mean, god damn it, I'm not leaving. Farewell is not a thing. E- Farewell is not even a thing I would ever say. Jesus, what am I, a Victorian poet? Can you show me a little respect and assume anytime I say something stupid, it just means I'm temporarily being inexplicably dumb? That's what a real friend would do. <laughs> god. <laughs> Next. Okay, Dave. I'll show some sensitivity and cast suspicion on the intellectual merit of everything you've ever said. Thank you. I will further demonstrate my friendship by dominating the rest of this conversation with lengthy accounts of my emotional turbulation, leaving no space for you to submit any amusing outbursts. That sounds awesome. Quiet! Now, where was I? Justice problems. Oh yes, of course. You see, our aims are not that dissimilar. Our pursuits of justice, I mean. But yours is motivated by anger in the heat of the moment, which is blinding you to the consequences of attempting something very foolish. You're far too cool to succumb to anything like that, which is why you'll come to your senses shortly. My situation is a little more complicated. It's less personal. Though once it was a grudge which propelled a rivalry, now its resolution become a matter of practicality, if not professionalism. Business-like. The way a true lacerator conducts her prosecutions. Dave, did you know that centuries ago on my planet, legislators were not confined to stuffy court blocks arguing cases before his honorable tyranny? Oh shit, are you fucking serious? Yes, also shh. I know you're sassing me due to the use of terms unfamiliar to humans, but it's true. They were deployed throughout the galaxy to apprehend criminals by any means necessary. No, I got that they're like your alien death lawyers who were sort of like bounty hunters in olden times. Pretty simple to decipher through context. I thought I told you to be quiet. I'm monologuing here. Anyway, they were they would not rest until their suspect was in custody one way or another. They would gather evidence of the court of their investigation, compiling a case to be presented at the trial, should one be held before the final submission of the guilty corpse to the judicial authorities. Personal things indebted do, did not matter, nor did even the nature of the crime. Only justice did. They were selected for their cunning and martial prowess, and for the ability to understand the minds of the criminals they sought. This is why the burden has to be mine, I think. I'm the only one who knows how to handle her. As such, she's my responsibility. She? Shush! Okay, I can't even make, like, little interrogative quips to grease the wheels of your monologue. Oh. Yes, that's okay. In fact, it's very helpful. Uh, who do you think? Uh, so this is one of those pages that has a double uh, command. Yeah. The one leads to that what? password page. If you don't know the password yet, it means you're not supposed to. Dummy, go back. Okay, fine. Next. Hi, Terezi. She's so mean. Spider troll. You are correct. A spiderous one of all. You decided to take her down, then? I guess so. You don't sound that psyched about it. Well, I mean, I'm here talking to you about it instead of actually doing it, aren't I? Are you feeling guilty? Like, second-guessing whether she deserves it? Not exactly. Hasn't she done enough terrible shit to warrant legislaceration? That's not even a thing. But yes, the case against her is overwhelming. More than you even know. She's completely out of control now. She's murdered at least one of my good friends. Possibly several others. I'm not sure yet. The circumstances are a little fishy, but my investigation's ongoing. They've seen a corpse. Yeah, and 
games he seems to have left uh the Nick Cage poster and a broken, broken eight ball. ball. Yeah, that would that would point towards Vriska. Yeah. Uh, also, I I just like the idea of the legislators of like basically the lawyers who are bounty hunters. Yeah, that's really cool. I would read a comic about that. Fuck yeah. Next. Additionally, I've discovered he's complacent in Jack's rise to power. When I first learned he came from your session, I mistakenly blamed you all. And took it out on a hapless Egbert. But if anyone is to pay for releasing that demon on both of our groups, it is her. Are you sure about that? Yes. And she knows I know. She's been taunting me, trying to stir up our old rivalry. This is what the whole John vs. Dave thing has been about. There is no John versus Dave thing, though? I know. Not really. It's the game. The game is serious business for her. Like it was during our role-playing days. Just like then, she's ruined everything by taking it too far. In spite of all her past crimes, these are not even the most important reasons to stop her. She's decided to fight Jack herself. It's an extremely dangerous and stupid thing to do. Sounds familiar, Dave? You gonna stop me too, then? Hunt me down and lawyer viscerate me for my own good? No. I'll just let you try to read the god here and then decide for yourself. Are you saying that I won't make God tier, or I won't be strong enough if I do? Objection! What? We are talking about you again. I motion that all day attention can have be stricken from the record. Lame motion overruled. The judge wants to see where this is going. No, he doesn't. You know perfectly well he doesn't give a shit. He will clear the court block if he does not have order. He swears to Jesus. Okay, fine. We can keep obsessing over your fucked up kismet sister if you want. It's not like that. You think she stands a chance against him? No. Then what's the big deal? Why not let her go get her shit ruined by Jack and let justice happen that way? I'm quite sure that if she goes to find him, it will tip him off on our location in the Vale. I've seen it already. That is why this is no simple vendetta. Bringing her to justice is critical to our survival. So why don't you go do it? Because I'm not sure if I can. You mean you can't beat her in a fight? No, it's not that. It's just that when the time comes, I'm not sure if I'll be able to kill her. I thought trolls were all about gratuitous murderings. Yes, it's true. They are supposed to revel in bloodshed as we grow up. And she seems to be expressing her... Right a passage with reckless abandon, as I would expect. I'm the bull by the horns, so to speak. It's a little intimidating, because I'm not sure if I'm ready for that, which I guess is normal. Art, are you asking me to reassure you about that? Because I seriously don't have a clue. It's okay, Dave. Still monologuing. I guess I'm not so much worried about being ready as I am that I might not actually want to be ready. Maybe ever. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't understand. I thought you were insane because I ape shit over that macabre stuff. Like being all cutesy about executions and smelling cherry blood and such things contrived to get a guy feeling vaguely uncomfortable. Was that all an act? Not an act. Just fun. I like fun, Dave. I also like games. Don't you like fun in games? Of course the fuck not. Liar! Didn't you say you've killed people before? There's a big difference between manipulating people to their doom with trickery and killing someone with your own hands. 
It's a bit like having to face your own death. And it's kind of different between leaving the responsibility to someone else and doing the dirty work yourself. Maybe you'll understand someday. Ooh, get him! Yeah. Uh, this is the same the... conversation that John and Friska had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right now, Terezi is like, Terezi's saying, like, oh, of course, Friska's totally into all this murdering. And really, she's not. No, she's not. Like, she was talking to John, like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Okay. I'd like to help you out, but I don't know what advice I should be giving to a member of a murder species who's gun-shy on going off to justice murder, a murder-happy murderer who's done lots of murders. It feels pretty weird and inappropriate for me to be the one to tell you, fuck yes, go for it. She's got this huge murder with her name on it anyways, and it's cruising right at her down come up its boulevard. So, I don't know. You want me to tell you to be a better human or to be a better troll? I can't tell you what to advise me, chump ass. Maybe not even looking for advice, per se. Just want to talk to someone about it. Alright, well, all I'll say is, maybe if you kill her, at least we can finally stop obsessing over her. <sighs> yeah, fair enough. Why don't you just do what you think you have to do, and I'll do the same. Speaking of which... Oh, right. You'll be bugging me about showing you how to read the god tier soon. Prompted by this very conversation, I imagine. Who'd have thought? These time shenanigans have completely blindsided us. They practically never even happen. I know. So I hang up now with future you, and then start pestering present you about it. Is that how it works? Yes. And I make sure not to reference anything said here to keep it simple. Except, like, in an offhand way. That'll seem retroactively logical to your future self, i.e. right now. If for no other reason than it'd be boring as hell to rehash it. That sounds about right, but what do I know? You're the time cap, all. Luckily, I will not have to participate in this charade this time around. Does luck actually matter? <gasps> That's an odd question. Well, uh, because Terezi said in the first, uh, and, and when they had their conversation about God tier, uh, luck doesn't actually matter. Right. And so he's just pulling that shit. Yeah. Exit. Oh, it's another video. Yeah. Oh, it's like we're in a Doom game. <laughs> yeah, for real. The door opens. It's Jack Noir. It's not. It's an empty door. Yeah. End of year two. Yay! Oh, there's a button that says remove disc one. Oh, yeah. I, fuck, I hate with it. Get to find the disc. Yeah, where the fuck did we put that? God, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm gonna remove this disc for now. Uh, I'm gonna click okay. that. Okay, great. Oh, and it's the, uh, the art that they showed in the season, in the season, uh, in of year one. Yeah. On a disc. Oh, wait, wait, found it, found it. Okay, uh, okay. inserting disc two. Wait, you didn't find it. Oh, fuck. God, sorry. 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 Uh, but also, if you look down, uh, we have in Homestuck there is one. disc one, which is uh, f- you know four red ones, a blue one, and then a red one. Yep. And then disc two is a green one and a white one. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, we went through we went through all those red 
and then blue one, and then we went to the green ones, and then we ended up on this white disc. Yeah. Next. Uh oh. Oh. Trezzy has opened up a tre- uh, treasure chest and found Homestuck. That's weird. Yeah. Keep playing anyway. You have no idea what the hell this thing is. Or why do you need another disc? You just catalog it and proceed. There's justice to be done. You're running out of time. Terezi, proceed. Nope. We got a game. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't think it is an actual game. Let's see. Can I even... Oh, nope. Oh, you do. You do anything uh, here? Use the arrow keys. Oh, wait. Uh, it... If you use the air keys, it's objection! Just straight up Phoenix right script. Yep. Uh, you can't control Terezi. How can you possibly expect to play this game when you have lost the game disc? All you can do is watch the, what she decides to do. Okay. Sweet. So she's going up. Found a note stuck to the floor with Nepeta's claw. It appears to be addressed to you, written by a page torn from the journal of Friska's ancestor. Her taunts becoming increasingly flagrant. It also appears to be written in purple blood. She wouldn't dare harm sweet, precious Gamzee, would she? The thought is almost more than he can bear. You can throw the book at her. I wonder if Gamzee thought he couldn't kill Vriska, so he's sending Terezi in to, you know, do half the job. Well, yeah, so Vriska's got here, and so she can only be killed right. if someone, if it's heroic, which, knowing Vriska, probably not. No. Or if it's just, and really the only person that wasn't... Tavros had a good reason to kill her. Terezi also got a pretty good reason to kill her. Yeah. Made her blind. It'd be pretty just. Hmm. And so, if Gamzee tried to kill Vriska, it probably wouldn't stick. No. So, but if Terezi gotta did... Gotta get Terezi to do it. Yeah. Uh, Terezi, read note. Oh, oh trapdoor. What the fuck is this? Uh, it's that room that we went through in yeah, uh, with the, the trickster mode. Yeah. The music room. That's but, uh, weird. Gamzee's here. Yeah, Gamzee's here bouncing around, dancing. He's got little cow. Terezi, wake up. Wake up. Can't wake up, because he won't actually sleep. You just taking a breath in this nice cozy pile of horrifically mutilated scale mace, which would got here to break your fall for some reason. You wonder where you are. This is a fancy-looking room. Doesn't look like a place you'd expect to find on the meteor. At least, not in a strictly canonical capacity. This is weird. Yeah, so now she is in this non-canon room and commenting on it. I was gonna say, I can't believe Trickster Mode's canon. Yeah. Uh, Terezi, examine surroundings. That for Kiwi see Jim was quite familiar. You're almost positive made experience with that crowded dream you just recently... Where did he go? I think this room smells funny. Fast. Terezi, climb stairs. Yeah, so Gamzee's moving around. Yeah, Gamzee's moving stuff around like Bro did. Yeah, exactly. Cannot ascend. The staircase is suffering from a catastrophic horn clog. (laughs) Great. Terezi, exit door. The door's locked. You need a key or to break it down with force. You can. You need your team in an especially heightened state of determination to pull that off, though. Oh, okay. Okay. So this got is Undertale. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we got another question page, which, like, is the same thing. Yeah. Go back. 
uh, next. It's funny how I'm not at all scared of Gamzee anymore after he got kicked in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> You've been complete hornswoggle. This whole thing was a setup from the start. A trap deployed by a crowning mastermind. All the clues are adding up. Blood, the note, the flagrant display of trickerism and japery. A dimly pub master behind all of you is now painfully obvious to you. And Gamzee's just holding Lil' Cal, like, right behind I'm her. gonna hate if he kills Terezi. Next. Spider troll. God. <laughs> Terezi! Terezi, come on. <laughs> You're smarter than this. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Terezi. I, I think she's reading what she wants to see from this. Yeah, she wants to kill she Riska. W- yeah, but needs to psych herself up to... To actually do the deed. Yeah. Let's play some records. Yeah, let's play some records. You select appropriate crime song music to set the right mood. With this kind of thing, it's highly likely that any crime will stay unsolved for long. Yeah, so we got Troll Cops. Troll Cops is good shit. Um, Havoc to be Rock. And these are, of course, all songs that are you can get on Upstack Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, I like Rumble at the Rink. That's got a good bass line to start. Uh, Unlabeled oh, Record is, is uh, from the One Year Older soundtrack. Oh, okay. Oh, Unlabeled. Yeah. I love Unlabeled. Yeah, uh, God, that album's so that good. Al- everything you've sent me from that album has been just the best. Extra oh, much. So I actually don't know what that's from. Yeah. If I look through all my stuff, I could probably find it. Yeah, probably. And then we got I Remember the Midnight Crew, which is just the original recording. It's so goofy. What a goofy song. I love it. No, I kind of do too now. Uh, Terezi, remove the Midnight Crew record. No, no, this five billion cornball nonsense will not do it all. Really not right for freaking out crimes. Put the record back in its sleeve. I hate Lil' Cal. I, I fucking hate Lil' Cal. He's just lingering there in the background, and I hate yeah. him. Trezzy, examine cover. We see a cover of that guy's face. Who's this <laughs> douchebag? <laughs> this and it's just is so long. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It. Fucking amazing. Next. Before you can make heads or tails of who exactly the douchebag is, something rolls out of the sleeve. Appears to be a very small record. So small! That's a small record doing this great big sleeve. What is it doing in here? Next. But yeah, that it looks more like a CD. Yeah, kinda. Or yeah, so you said next. Yep. You got homesick disc two! Oh fuck yeah. Can't get over how tight this record is! It's adorable. What what sort of music it plays? Terezi, play that tiny record. Play that tiny record, Lizzie. <laughs> Let's play it. Uh, oh. It made... She scratched it. Yep. It well, made the symbol on Dave's shirt. Yeah. Interesting. But, well, if she scratched the Homestuck Disc 2... Yeah, there's going to be a scratch. And also... Kind of may fuck up Homestuck. Yeah. Fuck. Because, you know, if you're... Yeah, if your disc is scratched, everything gets yeah. messed up. Next. Predictably, you scratch the surface of the disc. 
What were you expecting? It's almost like you don't even know what a CD is. The data damage, who knows what sort of effects it will have on the data. Better store it somewhere safe to prevent any more mishaps. Terezi, capture log disk. Should be safe from a silicon damage where secured in your scratch and sniff modus. Great. Still, still great. Uh, examine chests. You spent way too much time calibrating your ambience of your investigation. And not even time investigating. It's one of the most common pitfalls with being an investigator, aside from literal pitfalls, which you actually fall into. There are two chests in the secret room. Nothing out of the ordinary. Chests are everywhere in the lab. And people find it all too tending to sneak their personal belongings for them to safekeeping. That's until the goods are stolen shortly after by those who can't resist looting every chest they encounter, which is everybody. Maybe this one contains clues. Hmm. Uh, Trezzy, open chest. You got your neophyte regular role-playing outfit. What is this doing in here? You've not worn this since your flarping days. The only part of it you kept was the stylish pair of glasses, which, of course, since the agents had made it become a regular accessory. But you can't imagine how someone would have gotten their hands on the rest of it. Surely a crafty, resourceful criminal is at work. Spider troll, spider troll, spider troll, spider troll. God. Uh, Trezzy, wear suit. You don the garb of the legendary legislacerator. It brings back memories of most successful fan prosecution resulting in the real execution of rival players. Those were the days. Yeah, way back when. Man, I don't like that outfit very much. Oh. It might, maybe it looks better when she's not the sprite, but... Mm. Uh, Trezzy, open another chest. You got the... Your Pyrospite plush. Pyrospite was your scalemate sidekick during the campaign. He was the motto of loyalty, friendship, and righteous retribution. More than could be said for another partner in justice. There's no doubt about it anymore. She is clearly painting a confrontation. You mean 8-8 ink. <laughs> Good. Uh, Trezzy, hug Pyrospite. You embrace your old friend using a mighty majestic squeak. It's been too long, old friend. You vowed never to let him out of your sight. Sent a get. Uh, next. Oh no. Hunk. Got replaced with a locale. This is the worst. Next. She thinks that this is the worst too. Yeah. This puppet's becoming a nuisance. Here's to glue up the same incredible puppet fastest properties which Dave's had. Must be some form of universal puppet enchantment. Couldn't possibly be the same one because that'd just be insane. Hey, where did Power Spark go? Trezzy, look up. There he is. I get him all the way up there. He's always been kind of quite the slippery scalawag. Maybe he's reminding you to check on the note. You almost got it up there, which all your fears investigating, most of which involve fooling around the records, hugging plus toys, and cosplaying of the childhood heroin. Read it. Just as you thought, some message from Vriska summoning to the battle. It is written in Gamsey's rich, jelly-smelling blood. It is her handling for sure. Her quirk is present, leaving the matter undebatable. But why the hell does she want you to bring the stupid puppet along? She's so weird. It's a journal entry in the back. Probably isn't the slightest bit relevant to the corner but you guess it couldn't hurt to read it anyway. Uh, examine journal entry. I suppose I'll have to get used to writing with this hand instead. I now do so in captivity while I bring my awe to bear on the immensity of the subjulator's hijinks. 
I took their gesture as plain avowal of my prosecution's futility. But with a lone neophyte assigned to the task, how could I view it otherwise? I was sure they'd drawn from the bottom of their deck, not intending to squander more competent mercenaries on one who'd make a show of who made a show of outclassing them all before, but I discovered too late that Red Glare was their wild card all along. How is one allowed to be raised by a dragon in this era, let alone with one some middling blood? Their sickly hue of a gutless civil servant. Those were cast are typically pleased to mount a sluggish troll bear, or some brainless squawking spleen foul during petty expedition to plaster seizure notices on gallant property. At what fluke was the woman granted such a weapon, permitting the, her to exert in these delusions of righteousness? Something blocked the light of the of the unbitten moon, treating the harbor of darkness more grim than what fell the season's apogee. I made the mistake of looking into its eyes, which eats like a sun concentrated in a small jewel, as two heart as two hot garnets searing through a black veil. I shut mine quickly, but the more sensitive of them was burned irreparably. When I regained sight of the other, there was only red. My fleet was in flames. The neophyte was on deck. Pile Sprite, she mentioned through her ridiculous force grin. She wanted me to know the name of the beast, but she was able to consume my loosest hole. My dice were in the hold below. Not that my present luck would consent to a favorable roll anyway. I made a remove for my blade. She took my arm, which I'm sure she kept as the tiniest of snacks for our sententious custodian. Maybe she meant to prove she wouldn't need me in the hirons to have my submission. Bound or free. Two, one, or none. I wonder how well she knows it's not what I do with my arm she has to fear. I await my trial. Hmm. Yeah, so I think last time we heard this story of uh, Mind Fang, she was like, "Oh, they sent one person after me." Yeah, what? What the fuck do I care? And it seems like it. She should could. She should have cared a lot. She should have cared quite a bit. Because apparently, this Terezi the ancestor got her dragon, Lucis, and it just fucked up and just burned all her ships. Yeah. You know, as one does. Yep. Uh, insert disc two. Okay, we want disc two. Get uh, it a spinning. Get this fucked up disc spinning. And <laughs> we are now gone into a <laughs> <laughs> amazing. And here's the best part of it. Yeah. Uh, it's just can't click on it until you go to Seer Ascend in the flash. Oh, you have to click it in there. Or uh, is it loading? Then, oh, there it goes, it and it loads, just automatically you know, loads. Amazing. Yeah. And we see a flash of Friska's eye. Yep. Sis, roof now, bring the puppet. It's still in Gamzee's Yeah, it's very clearly Gamzee. Uh, we're getting a remix of when Dave went up to the to the uh, roof to fight the her, roof. to hit his bro. Yeah. Okay, maybe this outfit isn't bad. Maybe it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we're getting the same kind of thing where she's walking up. 
seeing yeah. the green moon. And we're seeing that fleet of ships. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah, we're seeing uh Mind Fang. <laughs> the squeaks. Yeah. And we're seeing the dragon. Shit. Thing's enormous. Yeah. And regulars hanging out on top of it. Mindfang so is not some, happy like, here. Yeah, we'll get some glitches. Yeah. Where she goes blind for a bit. Well, because the disc is fucked up. And they're just burning all of the ships. We just get a cool shot of a red glare. This is good as hell. Yeah. And yeah, uh, Mindfang lost an eye and an arm, just like the Fisk talking to Rose, yep. which she's using to talk to John. She hears Terezi coming. Yeah. And she's like starting to like look around. And then it stops. Yeah, and we see just see Pyros, right? Yep. Uh, we actually know the person who did some of the art for that. Oh, yeah? Uh, Tynik. Oh, okay. Uh, did the dragon. Oh, wow. The, um, the really fancy one, I imagine. Yeah, and also all of the art of the ships. That's rad. They're really good. It's really good. Yeah. No, actually, Tynik only did the background. Skeptic Archer did the dragon. They're really good. Um, they do amazing art. That flash is really good. Yeah, I, it's really cool. Next. Yeah, we're seeing, uh... Friska's talking to Rose, and... And also she's got, uh, the uh, Mind Fang's journal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Next. And apparently she has uploaded all of Mind Fang's journal onto her computer. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Much fanfare has made this trial. More than I would have dared to hope. Seems my luck has been returning of late. Next. Uh, but yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is cool as fuck. Like, the, uh, core is shaped like the Libra symbol. And there's just a bunch of... fucking cool. ...other trolls, like, watching. The high blood surely intend to make a spectacle of my conviction. They fill the court block with peasants ravenous for the commandments of a blue blood. I wasn't about to deny them what they came for. Next. It was kind of the kind of the authority to supply me with the thanks of such impressionable sub spectators. The weak wills were nearly as thick in the air as the rust in their veins. Funny how my other senses seemed to have picked since exchanging glances with the dragon. What an extraordinary specimen. I've come to covet the creature since I it ruined my fleet. I know too well the whispers of a dangerous new infatuation when they beckon. But I digress. Uh, Mindfank was just fucking getting it left and right. Yeah. Next. She's, but she seems to be mind controlling the people there. Yeah, ever, the entire crowd. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. She's totally mind controlling everyone. Yep. It was simple enough to nudge their hostility of the low bloods from one aristocratic to another. The subjugators could not have been pleased, but nor could they have been altogether unamused, I would expect. I wonder if this was part of their unfathomable game. I could never understand their riddles. Next. Yeah, but it looks like... Oh. 
Yeah, Red Glare is getting fucked up. Yeah, the regulator, uh, Red Glare, is uh, getting a noose. Yeah. Glare. I regret I didn't get to hear the opening statement the Neophyte had prepared against me. The case she compiled from all the evidence she burned must have been damning. I bet her remarks would have stung worse than when she severed my arm. She certainly would have shown me greater mercy by taking the other instead. Next. Alas, I mocked to disguise the extent of my regret. Had my escape not necessitated mine, she would have made a lovely rival. If she'd only discarded her childhood preoccupation with justice, we might have made a striking scourge. Had we inclined blacker, we would have torn red miles across the land and sea. Unfortunately, the only miles to be found through her bureaucratic calling were those of red tape. When someone's snared, one is eventually bound to be choked. With the court block cleared, all that remained to obstruct my freedom was his honorable tyranny himself. Next. She's, like, grabbing the cane. Yeah. Upon reflection... Regular should the force have a true seer and thriving my thieving my arm before the trial. Next. Jeez. It permitted a fair fight. Wow. You're seeing the uh, if finally his honorable tyranny is like an actual thing. Yeah. Not to say drawing on Tracy's wall and oh boy it's scary. That's a big scary monster. Yeah. Cool as hell. Next. Though I was free. I had no fleet. No matter. With the gamble against decimated, I embraced the turn and fortune and pledged to pour my sea-grifting weight behind me. With any luck, the skies will be my future. My thoughts again returned to that dragon. But first I need of a temporary refuge. I sought it with the expatriates. Next. Oh. Oh. We're going to something with the, uh... Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So, Equius's ancestor, probably. Yeah. He owed me for the sweeps of protection I provided after his brazen divine the high bloods. It was perhaps the only such courageous stand ever taken against a superior by one of his supercolious uh, pedigree. I did not even bother sticking my neck out for another. But the admiration he'd won naturally wore thin as he possessedly moaned his treason and abandonment. That's sad to find that habit holding strong even now. I wonder if he still believes she was worth it. Hmm. Next. You were seeing, uh... Uh... Equus's... Ancestor. ancestor. He's got glasses. Yeah. He looks like a dork. <laughs> like, as much as a troll ancestor can look like a dork, because they're all still big and scary. Yeah. But, Yeah. Do you think that's a tattoo or a helmet? Me and Luke discussed this. Fuck. Um, that'd be the fucking coolest tattoo, though, right? Yeah. But it's probably a helmet. But it'd be the, yeah. just the coolest tattoo. Repairing my arm would go a little further and squaring his bet with me. Even if I came with both... If I came with both intact, I might have ripped one off and put him to the death just to halt his blubbering. Darklear was always a skill in the canist, and the work provided an adequate distraction. So pacified, he listened to what I had to say about my recent travails of the law in Pilesprite, and what I'd come for in truth, the treasure he'd been keeping safe from me. Next. 
People really like these ancestors. This is good stuff. Oh. Oh, the cue ball. Yeah, she's got a cue ball. I cradle the oracle in my synthetic hand, as if appraising by weight. Uh, is that weight or weight? That's weight. As if appraising by weight, the mystic qualities are still concealed. With my vision eightfold sealy ray, I was as blind as to its secrets as the old doctor was to its present whereabouts. I learned to keep a cloak from the awareness of the man who once called me his protege, a backhanded term of endearment from a smug manipulator. Locating his so-called dark pockets were the only gamut I had encountering his milk-tongued doublespeak. The expert for indiscernible reasons seemed naturally surrounded by such a void in the doctor's awareness, and so was uniquely fit to inherit the orb. The doctor could not see his treasure, nor I into it. I considered what to do with it for a while. Should I find power spike of signing with the Oracle, as I'd done so often to steal fortune from my adversaries? I guess exploring some technological means of gazing through its surface may have been simple enough, but I hesitated. Even expert granted by its console, though never instantly came at a price. Knowing his nature, I'm surprised I only now recognize it as yet another instrument of his spurious benevolence. Dangerous by way of selective divulgence, the sense of invalidity his oracle brought me was superficial, and in hindsight weakened my readiness. Knowing my fate so far in advance, I took Rikers' threat lightly. The greatest mistake I've ever made was asking the orb when I would die. But as I revisited the prophecy surrounding this unfortunate query, something struck me. I found the man I would have as a maceberry century from now, who was said to command an army of beasts. The one it called the Summoner. Blah. Yeah, so she uh, wasn't worried about regular because she knew what she di- would die. Yeah, but she still lost also, a lot, but she didn't yeah. die. Yeah, also, Doc Scratch still yeah still kicking. Well, you know he had this, to be right. Yeah, because this is in the past. Yep. Next. Oh, seeing Tavros's ancestor. Yeah. And he's got, like, a pile spreader. Or looks like a giant dragon. Looks like a giant dragon. He's got and big fairy get, wings. Yeah. Also and we're enormous to get, to get some, horns. Yeah. Also, we're starting to get some glitches. Yeah. If my obsession with the dragon should continue to burn for so long, would he be the one to assist me in taming it? I did not have enough knowledge to ask the right questions when I had the opportunity or if that the case, I might have asked if it would be his rare ability to commune with and bring Pyrospite under control. Or Pyrospite under control. Would it be on account of my influence? And if so, would I exert this influence by taking his will or winning his heart? These are details I would have given no second thought in drawing from the orb. My curiosity force are usually too much to quell. But now, I have thought of the summoner often. I've been troubled to know uh, that as one so common-blooded, he is not he could have not possibly have hatched yet, nor will he wriggle from the caverns for many sweeps. So I must have patience to take on my role in his story of heroism. In a tale which reads to me as though lifted from a child's story, yet I know I'd be a fool to doubt his veracity entirely. He would rise through the ranks of the cavalry reapers and assume command, having proved the most skilled and fearless of them. He would exhibit a remarkable putation, putation, and 
sort only record in myth, growing or perhaps simply revealing a striking pair of wings. His army thus inspired would spearhead a major rebellion, surely one at least on the scale of the Secretary Revolt crushed by the High Bloods, who therefore forbode, forbade his mention, or any invocation of the heretical symbol of all, even in private journals, which is why I will stick to the fable of the summoner and not risk the execution with even a bleak reference to the compelling tale of the sufferer. Resolution of the summoner's mutiny is foggy, as I only understand what has been ruled to me through the brief answers I thought to solicit. Ultimately, the eye of the Conceit would be such that in the sediment dust of the conflicts, she would banish all from the homeworld, except the young. She would scatter all who each betrayed to the stars to fight her wars, I presume to keep them occupied, existing in a less centralized state from which such a coup may arise. But this is still an incredible notion for me to consider, and I can't imagine how she'll come to enforce such upheaval in our civilization. Though I suppose she'll have on our side the advantage of an unparalleled lifespan, and the leverage extended by the hideous psychic prongs of her deep underling monstrosity. That is, until it chooses another little witch to serve. Nevertheless, I take the predictions as truth, and find it amusing that a homeworld dominated by children will be the great summoned legacy, one of them at least. More importantly, and less amusingly, his legacy will be my demise. You see, I first learned his name when I asked who would be the one to kill me. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so we get some information here. Yeah. One we hear about something called the Sufferer. Yes. Who led a revolt that the High Bloods have... Forbidden uh, any reference to. Or his uh, his heretical symbol, and then symbol is has a six and a nine in it. Which looks like cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So we can maybe guess that the sufferer is Karth's ancestor. Yeah. Uh, Which would be appropriate. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Tavros' ancestor, the summoner, is the one who will have another coup, and that will be the thing that leads to them. The Conacy, who's kind of the head person in charge, uh, sending everyone off planet so that that won't happen again. Yeah. It's not just to conquer worlds. It's to keep the, her rule on... To, yeah, just to keep their rule in place. Yeah, and they mention, you know, until another witch comes along, which... Fairy. Yeah. Because it's the royals. And also we're learning yeah. a bit about how, depending on your blood type, you have a different lifespan. Right, right. The high bloods live longer. Yeah, uh, there's been there's theories uh, about how that is actually just like manufactured. Sure. Where like maybe they just have a better life. Yeah, where obviously if you put you know the the low bloods into shitty situations, they will die more often and encourage them to kill each other. Yes. Where you know if you are just the most powerful person in the world. You'll probably have a good life and probably live longer. Yeah, you'll probably be okay. That's not particularly canon, but it is a popular fan theory. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Next. I've never spoken or written of him out of contempt for the prophecy, but do so here in my final entry for the journal. I took this to be a pitiable fate, and scoured the orb of any means of escaping it 
or at least to salvage a little dignity from the tale of my downfall. Alas, there's no consolation for my vanity. But as I sit here deciding what to do with this damn little sphere, I understand my error. It's not in family to chart a course through future events. Turn my fortune tide, even so many sweeps from now. It was in believing the future was mine to know, and fortune mine to control. If this here is meant to breathe life into my embittered heart, and if he is to earn the right to run it through, then so be it. For him, I'll commit this page my highest expectations, and for what precious uncertainty is left in the future, I renew my vigorous anticipation. The oracle I will resolve to part with, I will conceal it in a crypt bearing the sign of everything with a map to its location hidden in this journal. Whoever finds it, be wary. The truth is telling tells may leave its new keeper blind as I was the as I was, though no more. She only had she was blind in the seven eye, and then Frisco went blind in the seven eye because it blew up on her face. Yep. Yep. And so yeah, that's the same thing and Maybe why Vriska went after Tavros so much is because she seems to be really dead set on following her ancestor. And not dying. Yeah, or, and, I don't know. But also, she's like, well, my ancestor went with Tavros' ancestor, so maybe I should go with Tavros. Yeah, obviously. Interesting. Uh, flip. And we're getting oh, a boy, lot here of glitches go. now. Yeah. This is Terezi and Friska. Oh! Oh, I can't move. Oh, yeah. it's very glitchy. Oh, there's music now. Uh oh. Yeah, like Terezi's like moving down this trail of blood, and we're getting like a lot of like. Uh, like bits of stuff, and. All of the bodies are now in, like, tubes, but missing heads. Yeah, and and some limbs. Yeah. But yeah, we're just getting a lot of, like, random sprites of stuff, including like, some Sweeper and Hell Jeff and Porceroni. Mm-hmm. See Vriska. There's Terezi. Oh, God, Gamzee has everyone's heads. Yeah. The motherfucking jury! Hey, Red Glare. Nice outfit. Same to you, mine fit. I mean, Briska. How much fun paying to me your free orange fairy suit tiles. Delicious. Thanks. I see you finally wise up and started taking the... This hard and tight, you probably refuse to get in character. I'm not in character. It's serious business, Friska. See, I brought my deadly cancer and cool coin and everything. Yes, I see that, so you come for a visit. I thought we saw this all a long time ago. No, not revenge. Justice. For the spickle murder of our innocent friends. Murders. Like, plural. Briska, please, don't try to deny it. I found the evidence. Tyros never in Gamzee. I mean, really, Briska. Gamzee? This isn't dead, you dope. He flipped out or something and now... Now everything's fucked up. You see Rose went goodbye yeah. on Maplehoof? Yeah. But yeah, okay. That was like... One murder I was responsible for. And, you know, Tavros, that was me, I guess. Hmm. That's it. He's the only one I killed. Just that one guy. Hmm. Baseball combo time three. <sighs> you know you can't beat Jack. All that happens is you lead him here and he'll kill us all. He'll follow your shiggy pizza trail with a keen canine snout. 
I've already seen the consequences in my mind's eye. Fascinating. Why are you telling me in your team again? Forget my pitch, Joe. At this rate, my snoring will lead him to us. But I brought a simple. I flip. Heads, you stay. Scratch, you go. You're kidding, right? You want luck to decide this? I forget who you're dealing with. I'm the thief of light. You expect me to lose a simple coin flip? I got all the luck, remember? And I did not forget. Will it be Marquise? Just flip the fucking coin now, if I... There goes the coin. Yeah. It's it glitches out. Uh, next. Like even the next is all glitched out. Yeah. Discus, too badly damaged. You can no longer play Homestuck. Quit. <laughs> 